36% answered couch pennies, and 19% answered free in the wig zone. Hi, and welcome to Was Glee Good? I'm Robbie. I'm Lily. I'm Liz. And today we're talking about episode 11 of season 1, Herography. Uh, so just a quick little Wikipedia summary. The episode introduces New Direction's rival Glee Clubs, the Jane Addams Girls Choir for girls recently released from juvenile detention, and the Haverbrook Deaf Choir. Cheerleading coach Sue Sylvester sabotages New Directions by giving their set list for sectionals to the, to the competing clubs. Quinn reconsiders having her baby adopted, but ultimately recommits to the idea, and Rachel tries unsuccessfully to attract Finn. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> okay. So oh boy. We open with Will and Sue. Wow, I already forgot that. Yeah, I Dude. don't remember what happens. I just wrote it down. Oh, what are they? What are they? <laughs> is um, it more I about think... the accusing of the? He's accusing her of. No, she no, comes she's in demanding the set list. set list. Right. After previously kind of backing off. Right. So he says something like, oh, "I didn't know you cared," and then she does a funny thing where she like gives him a magazine article and then demands the magazine back. <laughs> okay. It's incredibly boring. To yeah. Be yeah. Clear. I don't care. As with all the adult stuff, I don't care. I yeah. Don't care. Yeah. I get it. She's evil. Don't. And he's... Unless it's Terry. Whom I love. Yes. <laughs> Later, um, he accuses her. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So then he just says, "What is Sue up to?" Then yeah. we cut to the sh- the choir room where Will is choreographing uh, the worst dance I have ever seen. What is um, it? Two. He. It's not two anything. Not he's just two. doing like one, two, two oh, step ball okay. change or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like, and so Brittany's filming in the corner. Yes. And he's like, "What's going on?" And Brittany immediately goes, "Coach Sylvester didn't tell me to do this." <laughs> I totally forgot that this happened at all. So Will, like, immediately Confronts runs Sue. to Emma. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. To be clear, so this all happens within, like, 25 seconds is a bunch of adults yelling at yeah, each other. Yeah, it's a whole right. plot setup. is very immediate. So, yeah, so he's in Emma's office being like, uh, I think Sue is sabotaging me. He says she's leaking videos and set lists. Now they'll know how to beat us. It's oh. not, it's not a sport. It's a Glee Club also, competition. Like, also, wait, wait, what what advantage does this provide? Exactly. I mean, later like, we'll find out what it provides, which is like... Which is like, they decide to do the songs, but I think that's, A, unrealistic. Like, don't they have their own songs that they were going to do? Yeah. Like, also, why would they want to do? times during the show, this, our Glee Club, our, our friends, are <laughs> 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 snuck into other schools to watch them perform. Like, clearly... They're not secrets. Right. They had an invitational. Later they, they say... They invitational. They say we had, like, spies at your invitational, which... Okay. It's an invita- okay. Invites in the name. Also, like, Will's pretty concerned about having his routine stolen for a man who seems to be teaching, like, 12 step ball changes in a row and then snaps. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that anyone is being is No being one's lifting those routines. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's... So he yells. There are, like, a lot of lovely plants in Emma's office. <laughs> it's a lovely it's little oasis. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Really high. Um... So then we are at uh, Jane Addams' uh, correctional yes. facility or whatever. So this... they're competing against two schools. Yeah. A correctional facility and a school for the deaf, and Will decides to go visit both of them. And it's weird, because the plot summary said, like, girls have been released. Recently released. Which it's I clearly, don't... literally juvie. Like, there's, he has to, like, go through several okay. security things yes. to right. get in. Because I was going to say, when you read that from the plot summary, I'm like, I don't... First of all, I don't think that's what it was. Second of all, I don't think that's a type of institution not that not exists. Institution. No, it's you, you just go to school yeah. after you're released um, from a correctional facility. Like, yeah. It's a school for troubled girls, so we literally open with Eve asking a girl named Aphasia why she robbed a bank and everyone's black. 
Yeah. Um, so that's I just cool. have down, this is very offensive. It's bad. Right? It's like terrible. Real bad. Although I do like, she says, you're a good kid, Aphasia. Why would you try to rob a bank? And Aphasia goes, because that's where they keep the money. Which is <laughs> true. But then she's like, lighthearted. like, oh, Aphasia. And let's her go back to class. And you're like, I what? First of all, what is happening at yeah. this institution? Is anyone getting the help they need? Well, also, like, so did she rob a bank yesterday and they're having this conversation? Right. Or did she rob a bank, went to juvenile? And now we're talking about it. Like, as a... Is she she's getting every day with Eve, who is either the choir director or the director of the school, or both. <laughs> it's weird and confusing. She seems really invested in the choir as, like, the girl's only outlet. When it, it seems like a large institution. Yes, and other outlets, right? I do love the idea that, like, they're... This is an outlet for them. It makes them she feel good. She says it, it lowers the rate of recidivism. recidivism. Yeah. yeah. Although it really does put in stark relief Will Schuster's Glee Club. Like, this actually matters. <laughs> yeah, we do. They actually do get into a pretty good fight. Will comes in and is basically like, I think you're you're getting my set list and my photos. And Eve is basically like, fuck off. <laughs> do you think... Her point is, you know, one, this is important to me. And two, I'm out here trying to teach these girls not to steal. Why would I steal your shitty set list? <laughs> and Will makes some sad comment about like, I also am working hard. <laughs> so something about their, like, privileged misfits. That's very funny. And I love Professor Eve. Yes. I didn't, <laughs> like, Loki sure racist as name. Pr- Principal. I do Principal Eve. Director. <laughs> Glee Club Director Eve. Um, so Will apologizes because Eve yeah. makes him feel bad. And uh, then panickedly invites them to come, like, use their facilities because she makes some comment about them not having. auditorium. Yeah, they practice outside, whatever. It's, like, very flippant jokes, but then we're sometimes supposed to take it seriously. Well, this episode's so it, bad at this Again, was reminiscent of that, like, Sue line where she's, like, talking about these, like, disadvantaged children. Mercedes is, like, my dad's a dentist. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why does the, oh, I get that it's, like, a indeterminate correctional facility or post-correctional facility school, but, like, it's a school, though, right? Like, they have, like, school things, including, like, yeah, auditoriums. It's just not grounded <laughs> in any kind of reality. It's bad. And also very racist. So... The girls' group comes over to perform at McKinley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they fucking kill it. They, yeah. They they're perform great. Bootylicious. The camera weirdly focuses on hair. Now, I know we're going to get into the title the of the point. episode. Sure. But, but their, it, their choreography is what you would expect from Bootylicious. Yeah, there's a lot of butt stuff. Yeah, but I, they don't focus on that. It's supposed weird. to be a parody of some sort, but it's actually like fun it's actually very and diverse. Fun. It's enjoyable. And cool. Yeah, yeah. it's fun to watch. It's I great. love it. I enjoyed it. They're good dancers. Yeah, I'm glad it was on my TV. <laughs> Um, but the camera was really focusing on hair because Rachel, uh, says to Mr. Shu, who has been intimidated by this, it's just hairography, which is apparently a real term, uh, which means just like you're swinging your hair around a lot and distracting from your lack of choreography. Okay. But as we'll later see later, uh, I think it still takes a lot of skill. Rachel. Yeah, yeah. Also like, yeah, we saw this number too. And like, it, that's it not was what fun. it was though. They were distracting from dancing. With energy. Their dancing yeah. was good. And it's they were good singers also. Yeah. It's, so um, Will responds this also to... doesn't not feel a little racist. <laughs> it's very racist. Okay, so Will responds to this by deciding they two should get into hairography, which he does in the following ways. One, he pitches that they do hair from the musical hair. <laughs> Someone in the choir completely unrealistically says, shouldn't we have more hair? As if that was how numbers worked. <laughs> and two, tosses them a bag. <laughs> a trash bag full of wings. <laughs> So many. Fo- okay, so I did a quick poll on our Twitter today. <laughs> I know it's what left up. How much our followers think a bag of wigs costs? These are not good wigs. No, they're like Halloween store wigs. Okay, Still. but those Halloween store wigs are like. 
thirty bucks. That's why I've never right. purchased There's one. There's a bag full of them. Okay, so forty five percent of our followers agree that they they cost upwards of two thousand dollars for a bag full of wigs. How many how students are in this glue club? Like twelve? Yeah. Do they all get wigs? Yeah. Only the short hair gets wigs. Oh well, definitely all the dudes get wigs. This was a bag full of wigs. <laughs> they weren't super. Yeah. I mean, that's also they weren't super flimsy looking to have, regardless of the money concerns. He True. Throws... Also, Halloween stores are seasonal. Forty-five percent <laughs> think they cost upwards of two thousand dollars. Thirty-six thirty-six percent answered couch pennies, and nineteen percent answered free in the wig zone. <laughs> Shout out to everyone for participating. It's insane that Will Schuster either has or purchased a bag full of wigs. Yes. To be clear. <laughs> This is the same problem I had when he bought a bunch of wheelchairs a few weeks ago. Yes. Doesn't your club need money? He bought a bunch of wheelchairs, and then they had to, like, have a bake sale to rent didn't... a bus. You're like, where'd you get the fucking wheelchairs? <laughs> where'd you like, get the fucking wigs? And again, I wouldn't focus on this. It's a dumb TV show, except for that you can't also make a plot point like, hey, Terry, can I have $300 or whatever? Oh my yeah. god, yes! <sighs> okay, well, so... Then... Which, which, again, because the next shot is of a book, How to Raise a Baby on $5 a Day. Um... I have down. Quinn. Quinn gets to speak. Quinn gets to speak. She has a voiceover. Yes. But, so, just, this is the saddest show in the world, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Buck says, saw it in the bookstore, thought I'd steal it for you. That's how you raise a baby on $5 a day, frankly. He's doing you a steal great that job. Yeah. Um, Quinn actually finds it very sweet. She yes. decides she wants to, quote, take Puck for a test drive. Yeah, so she, she, first of all, she gets to express that she's feeling about her pregnancy for the first time in, like, maybe ten episodes. Mm-hmm. She gets a voiceover. She's wearing little pink pants that are very cute. Um, um, but so she decides that to, to hang out with Puck, she has to distract Finn. How to distract Finn? Rachel. How, How to get, get Rachel, Rachel involved? Oh. She certainly couldn't just push Rachel in the right direction. Instead, she asks Kurt to give Rachel a makeover. Now, okay. Kurt is wearing a plaid suit and a white fedora. <laughs> we also get um, this episode's line that um, hurt a little more now than it did in 2009, which um, Quinn looks over and says, look at her, she's wearing a pantsuit. Don't you think the judges are going to take one look at her and want to knock her down a peg? Yeah, that felt unnecessary, and then I fast-forwarded. She's also so never worn a pantsuit before. No, that's not what she wears. Some of her outfits are very gag. bad, but yeah. none of them are a cobalt cool blue pantsuit. It's a good visual gag. Yeah, it's not even a pantsuit so much as it's like a 1970s men's Yeah, it's a little suit. big. Yeah. Like, the, the legs are pretty wide. Like, she's in the Bee Gees. Okay, so we go from, like, one yes. scheme to distract a man, mm-hmm. immediately to the next scheme to distract a man. Terry and Will are in bed, and she has formed a pillow wall between them. I have done a pillow cocoon, but yes. I'm glad they finally decided to address this. Yes, logistically, I love knowing how this (laughs) works. So he reaches over as if to initiate sexual contact. Gross. Um, By stroking her hair with, like, the back of his hand. (laughs) You know what? Fine. (laughs) Terry then has a voiceover, which is mostly utterly unnecessary because she's communicating the feelings um, with her face acting because she's a good face actor. Yeah. Um, It's very sad. But essentially, again, she wants to distract him. She decides to distract him with I forget what. She uh, says, uh, if you want to get intimate, why not ask me how I'm feeling about being pregnant? Fair. And then, I mean, she Fair. decides to distract him with a car sad. eventually. Yes. Yeah, so she realizes this is like the impetus for her to realize she like, needs to distract him in a larger manner. Also. Basically like, by pushing Kurt to give Rachel a makeover, i.e. buying a car. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So, so Will Schuster, a man we've now known for 11 episodes, apparently loves to put cars together. Yeah, this is a new fact about him that I don't buy for a second. Not all right, a second. Well, we are all large and contain <laughs> multitudes. Uh, we get the makeover next. <gasps> yes. Sure, uh, this one's fun. 
He references it explicitly, but it's very Sandy from Greece. Yes. Kurt is now wearing a bolo tie with a square. Sorry. <laughs> with a square? Yeah, it's like a bolo tie, but instead of like a gem at the neckline, oh, it's, like, it's a like, like a just a big white square. That's a good look. It's perfect. <laughs> it's much better than the plaid suit and white fedora. I also did appreciate that they explicitly referenced the Sandy makeover because, yes. like, as any maybe not cool teen girl, like, that was a very important touchstone for me personally. Sure, we all wanted to have a Sandy makeover. Yeah. I love Sandy. Yeah. Until we got um, older and realized that we should all be Rizzo. Yes. And frankly, Rachel looks great in that leather She looks suit. great. <laughs> I actually, uh, I didn't care for that look. I, I think she looks fun. good in the next, like, slutty little boostie. Yeah, 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 with the straight hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gives her a little makeover and, like, talks about how uh, how to do your eyebrows, which is a great tip. <laughs> Only shape underneath. I've always heard that, too, but sometimes you have to shape on the top. I'm sorry. Sure, sometimes I have bushy eyebrows. Weird. I'm also a young Jewish woman. <laughs> like, um, he's, like, pretty mean, honestly. He's he, clearly sabotaging her by um, well, making her, like, well, camp hot. Oh, right, so she says out loud to him, like, um... She admits she's, she's in love, love with Finn. Finn yes, and, his and then face. he has, like, he sinks. Yes. I love scheming. <laughs> I love that Kurt's yes. idea to make Finn fall in love with him is just to make every woman in Finn's life awful. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll eliminate them one by one. Right, so this is when he gives this makeover to Rachel. Instead of giving her a lovely makeover, makes her over into Sandy from the end of Greece. <laughs> Which is inappropriate for a school setting. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and then she walks in. She's in, like, She's a in tight, heels and a tight little dress. skirt yeah. and a like and a like corsety top. Yeah, it's honestly. I thought it was a dress. It's yeah, no sluttier right. than like half the girls in my middle school dressed in the ever looking. No, she's really wasn't like Leah Michelle who probably weighs one hundred and twenty yeah. pounds. And also, and that, she's worn skirts that short you know, this higher series. Yeah, right. she kind of looks like one of the Veronicas from yes. seminal band the Veronicas. <laughs> I mean, it's a little boobier than her normal outfit. Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. It's inappropriate, yeah. but it's fine. Weirdly enough, it works on teen dude Finn Hudson. Yeah, sure. he gets distracted. Um, he I have agrees next... to practice with her or yeah. something important. She says we can work on our hairography together. Yeah, and he's like, sure, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't care. Um, um, I have okay, to so down next get, like, a car. I don't care. Yeah, it's this is when car. Terry gives Will this car, and he's so excited, and it's apparently the same make and model as this car he had when they were in high school, and like, please kill me, I have no interest in this. But in the parking lot of where they are with his car, we also see in the background Quinn and Kendra sort of hurrying away so Will doesn't see them. Yeah, so this answers so, a question yeah, we've had for yeah. many episodes, which is, does one, does Quinn realize that Terry is Will's wife? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Clearly. Yes. And she's, so now she's actively engaged in duping her yeah. glee club coach by giving him her baby. Right, which yes. then she will have to see and interact with him and again. And the afterwards. father of her child yes. now. Yeah. Yes. It's, Who doesn't know it's not his biological yes, child? Also, hey, last week, didn't Quinn get kicked out of her home? Yeah, yeah. we don't touch on that. Where are her parents? Uh, we don't touch on that. Alone in their home without her, I guess. I guess. Like, we got, like, one nice minute where she got a uh, voiceover, and now we're just back to, like, there's yeah, Quinn she doing didn't crazy stuff again. any of the confusing shit in the voiceover. Right, is she still living with Finn and his mom? I mean, presumably. Presumably, yes, but yeah, we don't That's why she's got distracted with Rachel. Okay, well, Terry gives Will a car, and then she's still sneaking Quinn around. So, yes, yeah. so we learned that, like, Terry and Kendra, her sister, together have been kind of, like, co-bullying slash mentoring Quinn. Yeah. And then we get, is this where you get the moment... Oh, wait, um, like, and then Quinn's like, maybe I want to keep yes. her Yes. So then Kendra gets the idea to be like, we need to convince her that she doesn't want kids. So and she so needs she, to babysit my kids who My suck. monsters. Who are, children, yeah. yes. Monsters, but all, clearly by fault of their parents. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. actually get to that, but they're quite adorable. Um, I love them. They're yeah. maybe my favorite babies. Meanwhile, this is when, so Will, whatever, had gone to this, like, school for troubled girls, um, and he's now confronted by the director of the Deaf Schools Choir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who accuses him of discriminating against... 
kids with disabilities, which Will Schuster has been known to do before, frankly, um, by not also inviting them to come use their auditorium Uh, or perform. This actor, I just forgot his name, which is bad. He is, he's been in a bunch of Christopher Guest things, or at least yeah. Best in Show. Yeah. He is like the preppy husband in Best in Show. He's busy, he's a Parker Posey's, not Parker Posey. Yeah, Parker Posey. It is Parker no. Posey. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> this is not important. This is not important. The Wine Riders. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It took me a while to place him. Same. But I didn't I, place I him until there. you just said that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he plays a very offensive character. Yes. Who is it's deaf horrible. in one ear. Yes, he got Scarlet Fever. He's deaf in, in one, one ear. ear. And we get a series of unfunny low-key offensive joke yeah, yeah. there's a lot well, of him like, yelling yells at him. yes he does say uh, a very funny thing do you think I'm rolling around in deaf choir money Fair. so <laughs> was, it is a mix of highs and lows I'd say yeah. the point being that like now the deaf choir is also going to come perform yeah. yes. it's just like this is in such shocking contrast to what the scene where they perform yes. wants us to it's feel it's so tacky yes it's really it's bad weird. and also he says like I was born hearing and then like had some kind of disease yeah. and now he's deaf in one ear but my kids are all deaf which I think is not true of the deaf community is a no group, a deaf right? school would have a mix of people they would have a mix of people who like different hearing, hearing. Yeah. yeah yeah or okay, who cool. were born with it or who you were born yeah. later in life again like one second of Googling, I feel like, could have, or talking to any person sure. who is deaf or partially deaf. Or any human being who is alive. We're all <laughs> sitting here knowing this. Yes. Like. Okay, so anyway, so they're going to come by on Monday and perform. Cool, get ready. Right. Uh, Terry, meanwhile, is losing her mind. Will comes in with his hands all, like, covered in grease. And she's like, I love my car. Attractive. He says, I need new shocks and a clutch. Which, okay, those feel like also two words related to cars. <laughs> Kendra finds him hot. Which, Yikes. like, fine, Kendra, fine. Um, next we get Finn and Rachel. Okay, so Finn and Rachel... Are this practicing is Rachel her invites him. Okay. Oh, this is she invites him to practice yeah, her and then, and then we get this exact, like, the parent, the flip around, but Quinn's like, great, now that he's distracted, I'll invite Puck to come babysit with me. Right. Yes. So we get the two pairs happening. Uh, she gets into her full cat suit situation. <laughs> like the boat neck, also leather yeah. thing. Somewhere and like the, re- the curls. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this uh, is the like, real Sandy from yes. Greece. Yes. Uh, and he's like... This is crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's not it good. Out. It's, yeah, I have down this is actually kind of tragic and a bummer. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks that she, like, believes this is gonna... She, again, she Michelle, thinks they're gonna make out, clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam Michelle can sell being... This, like, vulnerable, dorky like, drama girl. Ye- drama geek. Yeah. She, yeah. like, really believes in herself. Yeah. And yeah. has to confront... That she's not gonna get what she wants. Well, so then she kind of gets in return. Finn's like, I like the way you normally dress, which yeah. is, oh man, you're like a young nerdy girl. Yeah, he's basically like, I like you the way you are. Yeah, it's like the meanest thing someone who isn't going to kiss you yes, can say. Exactly. <laughs> they also do an interesting thing here. They sing like two lines of "You're the one that I want" from Greece. Uh, yes, be right on theme. And they don't edit their voices to make it, like, performancy. It's just, like, those two actual people. Yeah. Corey Monty's voice is kind of weak in it. I like it. It's I like good. It, it makes it seem more realistic, and it makes it seem yeah. more expected when it, like, cuts off after two lines and Ben's like, this is not. Yeah. We get something you know, similarly underproduced in the babysitting scene. Yes. Where, like, the kids are being pieces of shit, and they're, like, have tied <laughs> they, like, them tied to, them a, to chair. a chair. Which, like, you're... Adult people just don't let them tie you to the chair. Yeah, they're small. Jump rope. Right. It's like three small children. <laughs> Why did you sit down and put your hands behind you? <laughs> yeah, so fucking Gwyneth babysitting is not going well. Oh, sorry. In the meantime, uh, when Finn is saying, like, I like you the way they are, he also says, weird, I was just talking to Kurt about this, and Rachel puts <laughs> right. together the Kurt setter up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so they can do, like, some good dramatic fighting. Um, um, yeah, fucking Gwyneth babysitting. So then um, Quinn says, 
hey kids, do you want to see a real life music video? When she is untied herself. <laughs> um, and so she sings Papa Don't Preach. It's wonderful. And it's great. Yeah, it's a weird song to sing to those kids. Oh, very confusing. Um, but it, and her like weird dancing is like, I'm not sure appropriate for no, this situation. Absolutely not. But it's actually a lovely number. I think this is one of the few Diana Agron um, leads that I actually really enjoy. This one is way more suited to her. Yeah. Than the I, other ones they've tried to give her. And yes. Puck's playing guitar. It's like nice it's and acoustic. Good, yeah. it's, it's actually lovely. I yes. definitely listen to it intentionally a lot. Yeah. And the, the kids are sort of transfixed, and they're adorable and they're deserve so better. They're little redheads. Are they supposed to be? They're triplets. Yeah, they're triplets. They're these so. little redheaded triplets with like freckles, and they just look like so calm and like they love this music so much. Like, yes, and I, they're so charmed by the music, clearly because no one's paid attention to this them. This I want to adopt years, these fictional past longer. children. It makes me. They so like give upset. them a bath and put them to bed in one bed, all tucked together. Yes. Like it's watching so them cute. on the couch, like watching um, Puck play and and Quinn dance. Yes. Like I. It broke my heart. Like, it was yeah. one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> it would be good for those kids to see adults who are not Kendra and Kendra's horrible husband. Yes. Who we've not seen since, um... That one time when he was being bullied by Kendra, it. right? Yeah. yeah. No, he shows um, up this episode to deliver one line. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, so the point is that, like, Quinn and Puck are like, we could be good parents together. <laughs> sure, we are 17 and did it for one night, but okay. Um... In the next scene, I don't know what's happening, but Will is referring to his car as a she, which is a monstrous oh, thing to do. He's I talking to down. Kendra's husband. Oh, okay. And then he's like, you know that car won't fit kids in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know that um, a Mustang will not yeah. hold a car seat? Not going to work when you have kids, which is important because cool. like, he makes them do whatever. It's so boring. The contrast of like, Will she's talking about his car, followed by the next scene, which is Rachel and Kurt yelling at oh, each other. Oh, this is the best scene. Oh my god. I'm so happy that Chris Colfer and Leah Michelle got to do Broadway yelling at each other. <laughs> She confronts him about being like, hey, yeah. why did you fuck me over by setting me up to look dumb in front of Finn? And he is like, uh, you're never going to be his first choice. You're always going to be his second choice. And then, and then she's her like, her face is so good as oh. it dawns on her that he is in oh, love with yeah. Finn. Ooh. And she like calmly says it. Yeah. And she's like, you're in love with him. She's like, whether I'm first or second or 50th, yeah. I'm always going to be ahead of you because I'm a girl. And Kurt's face. <laughs> they do such good faces. This is what I want from the show. Yeah, I this want is perfect. dramatic teens yes. yelling at each other yes. and then dancing. I want a gay teen. Yes. And like an <laughs> angry Broadway Jewish woman. Teen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I, I don't hate the other stuff. I don't understand. Anyway, so I think there's probably something offensive in there about Kurt or Rachel like, using Kurt being gay against him. I don't care. It no, was No, it's perfect. It's it was exactly... Great. The next scene is also deeply enjoyable and hilarious for multiple reasons. Oh my god, okay, yes. <laughs> I'm the next so scene? happy. The next okay, scene... Okay, so Santana confronts... Quinn. Oh yes, it's this. <laughs> Thank god. And she's like, stay away from my man, who she clarifies is Puck, who yeah. apparently, while they were tied in those chairs, Quinn and Puck, um, Puck was sexting Santana the whole yeah. time. Oh yeah, so earlier she clarified about means... him. He was texting, yeah. and was like, who are you texting? He said something about, like, Mike, Mike Chang... Okay. Something. I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, they clarified that texting means sexy texting. Because yeah, Quinn yeah, goes sexting, question mark, and Santana goes, sexy texting, how old are you, or whatever. <laughs> this may have been the first time I ever heard that. Like, when this was first on, that may have actually been the context in which I Probably learned what sexting also. was. Yeah, when is this? 2009? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I agree that that's what sexting, like, I don't, I don't think sexting sexy is actually texting. a mashup of sexy texting, it's just... It's just sex texting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you need sexy. Unimportant, but... So we come from this nightmare scene in which Quinn or Santana sets up what we have the, the best screen cap of all time later <laughs> um, to the deaf choir about to perform. 
Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. But it's a very... first, they but have to watch. Okay. So apparently, what Will took from that last performance was a the hair thing, and b just literally to do a Beyonce song. It seems weird that because they do a mashup of Crazy in Love and Hair, which makes even less sense. Than I most felt like of their so I forgot that this was what's happening, and it started happening, and I felt like I was going insane. Like, <laughs> so like this is Crazy in Love, but there's something underneath it. It's yeah. hair. And then they hair. broke out into hair. Uh, uh, they're all completely like, unrelated to it. Like they just sort of lifted the outfits from the like girls' choirs. So they're wearing like booty shorts. Vests and tank tops. Yes. Yeah. But in and a weird it's... safari theme where it's like <laughs> khaki vests uh-huh. over pure white teeth. It's oh my God. horrible. And they're all wearing gaudy wigs. Yeah, terrible wigs. Brittany has taught them, we miss this, uh, yeah. how to whip their hair around, which she does in a deeply offensive way by repeatedly using the word spaz. Oh, sure, fine. And it's like, she's like, like an epileptic, but... but fun. You're like, okay, well. Not the most offensive <laughs> thing that's ever been on this show, but it's not great. Cool, cool, cool. Um... But so then, the, so the deaf choir all does the the sign for applause, uh, but yes. sort of a little skeptically, which... Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, this is, they, you cut away to them talking, two of them signing to each other, and they say they look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, True. So Rachel's like, it is great to talk in front of other people, even if you are, as we learned from Master, that you are using American Sign Language, you shouldn't talk about people in front of them. But, um, um, yeah, so, Will's like, no, no, it was great. Yeah. Um, and then the deaf choir gets the deaf choir gets performed, and the whole mood of the episode has to shift Takes for five off minutes. Hard. Okay, so like this is angry. It's bad because this scene is offensive, um, but first, beautiful. Yeah, but and like I I'm a cry. human. This song did make me reflexively yeah. tear up. Clarify, the uh, deaf choir gets up there and begins signing. Uh, Imagine, Imagine yes, with one person taking the lead and like just reciting the lyrics, not yeah. really singing. Yes. Yet. Um, who I did not look up, but I believe is an actual deaf person. Yeah, I think I they believe. actually have real deaf the, people, the especially because they need yeah. to be fluent sure. in sign language. You're right. Language. Fun fact, I recognize one of the actresses who is in the deaf choir. She was in the deaf episode of Master of None. Great! She's the, she's the woman oh. in that episode of Master of None. Okay, good. Cool. She's great. Anyways. Um, yeah, so they get up and it's so moving. And I know it's, it's, it's one treacly, it's two tacky, three, um... Mercedes then begins to sing along. Yeah. Yeah, they start singing. They, like, don't want to... It's like the show isn't willing to give you the whole performance of if a deaf choir. If the idea that they're supposed to remind you that, like, music is about the song and the emotion and not about the, like, tacky yeah. hair, then we don't need our glee club to get up and, first of all, yeah, it's so one by one to they join all... someone yeah, else's performance. That's not how performing works. It's not how performing yeah. They were cool during your shitty performance. And they get up and, like, stand it, like, interweave, and then they look at what the, they're signing and, like, try to follow along a beat behind. It's... I cried. It's still so rude. But yes. Also, like, it's nice that these deaf kids could come serve as a lesson for these people by teens on yeah. like what the real meaning of glee choir is or whatever. Like, you're like, not making their performance better. Their performance is fucking great. Yeah, you don't join in a performance of people and they're just being used to, to remind well, Matthew yeah, Morrison I mean, what this is really about. Like, now, fuck off. I, sh- I will say that Mercedes and that lead deaf guy should kiss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Santana and the girl she was standing next to should kiss. Yes. <laughs> so a lot of so I got a lot happened. out of this. <laughs> it was a very complex scene for me. But this show sucks. Yeah. This show sucks, especially when you're like, you just made 400 deaf jokes in a row about the choir yes. director two scenes ago. Yes. And now you're going to jump to this and expect us to cry and people and will cry. And did, but I'm mad about it. Yeah, sure. You like put Great. imagine you on. You used me. Yeah. You used and like imagine. made people like gently look at each other. We're, we're going to cry. It's fine. Um, I should note that a thing I learned while researching this was that Yoko Ono was like not into giving them imagine and they convinced her that it was important by like explaining how the scene was going to work. Did anyone um, get a follow-up quote from Yoko on how she No! <laughs> <laughs> so Yoko Ono is also definitely mad about this. Uh, she's a little follow-up. sappy. She, she might have fallen for it. But, really... but does this mean that Yoko Ono has seen an episode of Glee? Yes. 
Great, great. We com- should call and ask. <laughs> um, second follow-up, Jenna Oshkowitz has commented that the performance of Imagine brought the cast and crew of Glee to tears, and that several cast members, I'm sure you've forgotten this in the last seven years, have Imagine tattoos. Ah! That they got together. I hate this. I hate yeah. that so much. So, like, I guess no one else wants to talk about how deeply rude this is. Except for uh, at least two reviewers in the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, anyway, this is supposed to be the emotional heart of the episode, but I both loved and hated it. This episode... So, in the next scene, we get Quinn, Terry, and Will, and, okay, so, I can be incredibly dense about, like, themes and motifs, but in this scene, the word distract is said for approximately 2,000th time. You're skipping past. Quinn goes to confirm the sexting story. Oh, my. And, uh, Puck shows her his phone. She, like, yanks on it. Sure. It's the best (laughs) screenshot in the world. And we get this. So, first of all, this phone is from 2009. So it's like an old T-Mobile flip phone. And the sex are the following things. Well, wait. So well, first of all, the very screen important. is... The screen is the scent. At the top it says there is sent messages. Yes, we're only getting... What Puck has said. I don't set. know if we're... I don't know if it was like set up that way. Like, I don't know if they paid close enough attention. I certainly did not. Yeah. But that's not the point. <laughs> no. So, supposedly, these are all ones he sent. Read them in order. I'm going to read them in order. I wait, feel inappropriate about this. I feel like bottom to top, right? Oh, yeah. True. I'm actually not comfortable reading all of these out loud, but I'm going to give you my favorites. No, I want you no, to you read them all. No, you need to read them all. Fine. Though. All right. In order. One. Puns sent sex. One. Not wearing any. <laughs> Two. You so hot and stuff and stuff. Dot, dot, dot. As if it continues. <laughs> Three. Do you think I'm too hot? <laughs> Four. You are smoking and when I... That dot, can actually dot, go dot, somewhere. That actually wise, could be yeah. sexy. <laughs> Five. Not wearing any. Again. <laughs> Tell me about your panties is actually deeply inappropriate. Tell me about <laughs> your panties. The least sexy text. Where did you get them? Yeah. Like, are they comfortable? Do they fit right? Waistband, is it good? Seven, um, let's hook it up tonight. Hook it so up. that means something else. Yeah. <laughs> let's plug in our audio systems. Um, eight, I've got something of yours. Don't know what that means. Yeah, what is it? really is don't know what that okay. means. Okay. Does he mean his dick? Nine, well, so I actually have a theory about this. Nine, yeah, I think I've got it too. Chlamydia. <laughs> so my theories about the oh. first seven are from, like, before the most recent sexual encounter, and the last year, like... Yeah, I've got, you left something in my house, and also I'm pretty sure we now both have got a Rhea. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad someone put enough thought into the thing that flashes on the screen for two seconds. Well, okay, so it did, did force me to the front that all sexting is bad. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. But this is especially bad. This is especially I bad. I want to know what comes after you so hot and stuff and, and stuff. <laughs> oh, dear God. All right, well, so that happens. It's deeply funny. Quinn angrily goes to Will and Terry's to tell Terry that she can have her baby. Right, this is like... For a moment, she was like, oh, no, we're going to be able to do it because we babysat and we're such good parents together. Yeah, we had this one good three-hour set. Yeah, and then she was like, oh, wait, no, he's a horny, drunk, yeah. shame boy. <laughs> um, that's how I ended up in the situation, actually. Um, yes, we get this this duel. Like, Quinn tells Terry that she can have the baby, and Terry is obviously thrilled. Uh, Mr. Schuster walks in, and Terry immediately is like, it's a girl talk. We're talking about how we're definitely both pregnant. Definitely, yes, both of us, biological children. <laughs> um, Quinn, like, really hugs him and walks out. He, yeah, I guess he's still, like... Students, but it's very sweet. It's very sweet. And then Will tells Terry that he's getting rid of the new car. Or he doesn't tell her, he just takes her out. He just takes like, her out and there's, like, a minivan. Yeah, <laughs> right, he has bought a minivan. Similarly, it's, like, the same colors and age Quick as you. She bought car. that car for no more than 500 bucks, right? Yeah, but, but he says he turned a tidy profit when he sold it. Money. This is a bad minivan, though. It's clearly falling It's clearly away. old. Yeah. I guess... Um, I'm angry but about their financial gesture. status and how it changes every episode. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Where, where did he get the money for the wigs? 
And then Quinn and Finn have, again, I find their relationship boring, but it's actually quite a sweet scene. Oh, this is the loveliest, loveliest. Like, they sort of reconfirm their commitment to this. You sort of, you get a sense of their history that you haven't gotten before. Like, the sense of, like, why these two people are together when they, usually they appear to hate each other. She starts by asking him, can we be in love again? And they both look so, like, that's what they want. Yeah. They've been together for a long time. Presumably, they at one point, like, fell in love. Yes. And, like, they do have this history together. And it's actually quite nice. The one-minute sweep of them hugging and Diana Agron doing face acting followed by like Rachel and Kurt both looking at them and then looking at themselves and looking at each other and how like you can just see like hormones and bad choices and like hearts breaking you're like oh this is what the show does well is like the teenage experience yeah of things being almost right but not quite yeah so that's That's good one minute good (laughs) 43 minutes Eh. (laughs) Um, um so then Sue is sitting down with both of the other choir directors. Um, Eve says something. I forget what the beginning of the sentence is, but she's like, basically, like, you want us to do blah. She says, to win a singing competition with, like, the appropriate amount of disdain. Yeah. yeah. To win a singing competition. Yes, correct. I'm glad someone has perspective on Yes, yeah, Sue gives them their set list and basically reveals her plan that, like, they should both take pieces from the set list. She'll bring it to the New Directions perform last. And then it'll look like Will stole these songs from the other groups. As if that was how stealing songs work. Like, you heard them right before. And then you just, <laughs> you just did them. Uh, she then <laughs> gives them the set list and is like, it's this. No gimmicks or distractions. They're going to do, like, the things they do best. Does that list not include Proud Mary? Dunn? No, it does. Because later no, she says, she says wheelchairs? She lists that. Yes. She says Proud Mary did on wheelchairs. That's a gimmick. Um, what was the other one they were going to... Oh, Don't Stop Believing. Don't Stop Believing is good. There's no gimmick yeah. there. It's just wonderful. Yeah. yeah. No. We'll be later get like a two-second... I remember this. Yes. In the sectionals of one of those two choirs performing uh, in wheelchairs. Yes. Like, that, they do it. Yeah. They seal it. It's not only a gimmick. It's one of the worst gimmicks the show has ever done. <laughs> and it's a gimmick that you definitely shouldn't do if no one in your choir is in a wheelchair. Like, it's not a show of solidarity if Certainly no one in your not. choir yes. is yeah. in a wheelchair. Um, you lose whatever excuse you yeah. had. Justification. But so then Will goes, we cut to Will, and he's like, we're just doing simple whatever now, and they do True Colors, which is a song I hate, and a cover I hate. It's um, So the song is not great. I have voiced before, will voice again. I don't care for Jenna Ashkowitz's Yeah, voice I've voiced it too, much. but I feel mean if I wasn't going to voice it again. Well, oh man, I was so afraid you guys were both going to be like, I love this, and I was going to be like, I think it was boring. No, it was I really boring. Song. The colors were nice, but each wore a different color, like simple colored t-shirt with the lights yeah. above them. But Will also says we're going to focus on like what we do best, which is like our voices. Is Again, it not, like, not to pile on, but of all the singers in that choir, if you've decided to really pare it down to we're focusing on our vocals, why would you give the lead to, to Jenna Ashkowitz? I'm, I'm not trying to be... Yeah. Who I think is fine, but maybe this was not her song. Yeah. Anyway, it ends. It's over. Good. That's an episode. <laughs> it was bad. It was not great. Um, yeah, well, okay, so... Yeah, okay, so hold on. Three Words or Less was really good this week. It was not. Two minutes good. <laughs> sexy text. <laughs> Stands for sexy text. Um, okay, quick run through of the songs performed in this episode. Okay. Um, yeah, there also were not enough songs performed in this episode. I was bored. Also, I, why didn't Eve sing or perform? Why at all? didn't Eve sing? Uh, okay, so Bootylicious. She's a professional. It's why fine. would I listen? To it's fine, but I didn't listen. To I, it. I don't know if they even released it. Was your original Bootylicious? Sure. Um. Papa Don't Preach. Actually, yes. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Hair slash crazy envelope? No. 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 <laughs> no. Imagine? No. no. I, don't, I don't really I'm care for this I'm certain song. that I did at least once. I did not. And I felt moved again. Uh, True Colors. No. no. I hate that song. 
Oh, uh, hey, why does the Wikipedia thing say it includes a cover version of Don't Make Me Over by Dionne Warwick? That's where I paused just now, because I did not know. Uh, I don't think they performed that. I would love, that's my, that's a great song. Oh, was just, and it would have been good for the, this yeah. episode. There should have been more songs. A concern. So it says that it's used as a background song, but also sung by Mercedes? Was she just, like, humming it? Or something? Was it just I happening while, well, like, know. in the makeover scene? Maybe it's when Will was teaching them terrible choreography. Oh. <laughs> Put it a lot of snapping. Why would and you they waste so that into it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. They definitely paid for it. That so song should crazy. be a whole big emotional moment for someone at some yes, point. It's crazy. Yeah, but instead they had to do crazy in love and hair. And hair. 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 That's not even the best song. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was an episode of Glee. Yeah. Sure was. That was hairography. It was actually a very representational episode of Glee. There were some good fun moments, there were some funny jokes, and overall I hated it. I was <laughs> angry that I was watching it, though. Like, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kept it entertaining. Um, Ian it. Brennan wrote it, which makes sense. He's like neither my favorite nor my least favorite. Brad's your favorite. Brad's your favorite. favorite. <laughs> Ryan Great. Now I now refer to the creators of Glee by their first names. They're friendly. Exactly. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my good close personal. When you start using the um little RIB descriptor, then then we have to quit this podcast, I Wait, guess. What? What? Yeah. When um in like heyday of Glee, think pieces on Tumblr. Yes. They were referred to as a group by RIB. Yeah. I hate it. We are not doing that. You'd be like, oh. you just know that R.I.B. hate Chris Colfer, and, like, that's why. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep mm-hmm. That yep, kind of now style. Now I remember these posts. They didn't hate Chris Colfer, right? No, they loved Chris Colfer. Okay. They love Chris Colfer. <laughs> As do we all. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, it was fine. It's fine. It's fine. Sure, episode. sure. It was, it was there. We watched it. Great. Okay. I have a new kind of Instagram quiz that we're going to try out. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> so I took some time recently to come through who Kevin McHale already is following on Instagram. Okay. okay. I'm going to give you a number of names, and you have to tell me if you think he follows them or not. Okay, I'm ready. Good quiz. Cole Sprouse. Yes. Correct. <laughs> ben Platt. He's a Broadway actor. He's a star of Dear yeah, Evan Hansen. Hansen. Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> Reba McIntyre. This feels like a trick. No. Good. Good answer. Yeah, no, he does not follow Reba. Three for three. Uh, Willem. Willem was a contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race who got disqualified. Yes. Yes. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton. No. Wrong. He does follow Hillary Clinton on Instagram. I was on the Hillary Clinton Instagram once, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cynthia Arivo. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Zachary Quinto. No. How do you know that? Why are you so good at this? Zachary Quinto isn't like as cool as he was five years ago. Interesting. Though I do think he has a hot young boyfriend. Yeah, he does someone. Yeah. Um, Colton Haynes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tyler Oakley. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin, no. Uh, one more. I don't know how to pronounce this man's name because I always get it wrong. Uh, Xavier? Xavier? Javier? Dolan? Yes. He's French-Canadian. Yes. Yes. <laughs> First of all, you wouldn't have purposely picked a name you couldn't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, he's so handsome. Very handsome. It's cool how Kevin McHale's sexuality is uh, unknown to anyone. Yeah. There's no way of knowing. Those are just a list of people he follows. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, if you're out there, we like you. We're fans. You can hang out if you want to let us know. (laughs) Um, Okay. My question is, 
Ryan Murphy has only tweeted, like, twice in the last two months. What was his most recent tweet about? Is he still default avatar egg? No, now it's a picture of him with a fedora and okay. he's wearing. <laughs> it's black and white. Um, what's his most recent tweet about? It's about a recent pop single. Bad liar. Nope. Well, can we get a date? Let me do a guess first, I guess. Yeah. Chain to the rhythm. No. May 12th, 2017. Okay. You're closer, though. Okay. Um. Is it a Lady Gaga single? Oh, yeah. Is it about The Cure? No. 15 million of the 17 million views for Malibu by Miley ah! are no, for me. Ryan Murphy, no. That sounds right. Whatever. I like that song, so. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on Ryan Murphy and me. <laughs> I have nothing. That's all you got? Alright. Alright, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at WasGleeGood. Yep, send us an email, wasgleegood at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a voicemail. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> None of us have the phone number. No, we do. It is oh. 330-366-6130. You can call us, tell us what you loved, what you hated, and whether you think it's feasible that Will Schuster knows how to fix a car. <laughs> Just like, at all feasible. And in fact, if you think that Will Schuster um, is like a total, I don't even know if there's a word. If you think Will Schuster with grease on his hand yes. is hot. You have to call us legally and let us know. Anonymously. And explain yourself. Anonymously. Explain yourself. <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> Tell me what that lifestyle is like. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Don't Bye. Bye. I have one bit. Yay. Also, once my computer made a noise, and another time I kicked that table. So we'll see how that turns out. It'll be fun. People don't tune in for our podcast for the audio quality. No, they really don't. Clearly <laughs> not.